The New Orleans Pelicans fall to the Miami Heat, 124 to 98. I'm Chaz. That's Chris. That's Ross. Let's talk about it. Four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 to get 200 in free bets instantly. Not a new customer? You can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout and boost winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code BOOT. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code BOOT, B-O-O-T. So, guys, uh, how do you feel? I'll just give you my very, very short uh, opinion of the game. And that was, it is that, I don't know about, you know, there's probably worse losses in general, but that was the worst game we played all year. And I don't even think it's close. Yeah. Um, you know, at this point against, against good teams, uh, you've been seeing, you know, a similar, maybe, maybe not this bad of a start, but this is kind of where, where you are. Um, you are missing two dudes in which even one of them would make a drastic difference. And you have areas on the roster that, especially without those two guys, just that, their ability to make life easier for others and give you just instant offense. It just eventually it, it adds up and you can see the frustration on some of the guys, CJ McCollum, you know, um, the team is, is looking and they look at games like this and say, man, all right, it's, we're starting to miss our, our stars. And we knew that this would, that this would, this would happen. This would manifest. And it's a lot more difficult, you know, when you're playing a team, even, even at home and they've been, you know, Pelicans have been great at home this year, but you're playing a more talented team uh, who is slowly starting to kind of create a new identity um, running a even like a lot more through, through BAM, and Tyler Hero in some stretches, Jimmy kind of picking his spots more versus just being a being the, you know, the where things start and finish. You know, you're not gonna be able to hang unless you almost play perfect. And the others for the Pelicans that didn't step up, too many turnovers. I mean, you you don't even score 100 points in this league, which is you know it's really telling. It's it's time either a for guys to come back or eventually roster moves to be made. I'll go next. I'll go next. I'll say this, right? And uh, your guy, y'all saw the Godfather before, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you remember after uh, Vito came and he had the meeting, and he was like, you know, you know, I'm willing to forgive some of the people in this room. And uh, he said, but you know, some, some, some things I won't forgive. I told y'all, Dyson Daniels was one of the worst picks in Pelican's history, recent history. He was awful again. Yo, it's just, it's no way to justify like some of these misses in the first round. Then you got Kyra who's not even getting minutes until super late in the game for whatever reason, you know, for whatever the thing is. Uh, It's just, 
And and look, and here's the thing. Not that I even think Kyra is great, right? Because I I think we're over five. I think I've been pretty uh <laughs> pretty vocal in that. And uh, yo, you had you had one sequence just told it all for me. Max Strauss boxed out Trey Murphy, right? Got the rebound, right? Led to a heat field goal. Trey Murphy on the other end blows a wide open layup off the glass. I'm talking about didn't it, it didn't have a chance in, at going in. Threw it at the backboard, bounced off the glass, and I was just like, yo, these these are your first round pick. These these are your assets that you you spent. Dyson at one point had about three turnovers in a row. He's getting beat off the dribble by Tyler Hero con- continuous times, like well, consecutive times. Uh, I, I don't even remember which guy it was. It was some undrafted free agent guy. Uh, doesn't up fake. Dyson jumps out of his shoes. Dude just plucks Dyson's eyes out. It, it was just, it was, <laughs> it was embarrassing, bro. It was embarrassing. Uh, Bam is great. What, what can you do? Um, well-oiled machine out there in Miami, having been playing their best basketball. CJ has picked up a tech and a flagrant foul in the last few games. Clearly frustrated. Clearly upset. What he's upset at, I don't know, because Brandon seems to be smiling on the sideline. He he isn't upset. So whatever, who's ever upset, you know, it's not contagious. So um, we'll see. Yeah, look, I'm not. It's it's hard for me to beat up. I know there are expectations now. It's hard for me to beat up the young guys too much. Um, I mean, you throw Dyson Daniels out there as a starter today against a, a re, you know a really talented offensive player in Tyler Hero, and a lot of times he's guarding Jimmy Butler. Like that's not setting a guy up like that for success necessarily. Like I, it's it's hard for me to to just say, oh, he was terrible tonight because I got on here last game and I thought until. Donovan Mitchell got hurt. He was giving Donovan Mitchell the business. He was making it hard on him. It, it just, you know, sometimes match up. Th- that game went south. I mean, I told you before we started this chat, that game went south two minutes. Two minutes yeah. into that game, it was done. It was cooked. It, it was, we, we looked sluggish. We looked tired. We didn't look ready. It just, it, it just was going to be one of those games. It, to me, at least, that's how it felt. Two minutes in, I felt that way. Um, I, 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 I'm... I am ready now to say that, and this is with the information we've been given, I'm ready to say that every game we lose, starting with tonight until Brandon Ingram plays again, is his fault. I like that will be if I come on, if we lose, if we lose and we come on this stream and he hasn't played, my excuse for why we lost is going to be it's Brandon Ingram's fault because there's just no excuse anymore. Like we, I mean, you want to talk about why I think CJ is frustrated? That's that's why I think CJ is frustrated. You see a guy that you know can help you on the sideline, and it just it's time. Like the team, your 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 teammates, your friends, your coaches, like your team needs you. They need you at this point. Like watch the game tonight. Like we're tired. This this group, this non-Zion Herb uh, CJ group has given you as much as they can give you. I won't be surprised if we lose to Orlando. I won't be surprised if we lose in Miami after that. I won't be surprised if we lose to the Nuggets at home. I won't be surprised if we lose to the T-Wolves at home. This team needs reinforcements, and they need them now, today. Five, how do you feel about the game? You were at the game. You know, uh, hate to bring you in on that point, <laughs> but, you know. Uh, but uh, how do you feel about the game? You were there. You, had to, you put eyes on the product. You I mean, saw what was happening. 
Yeah, I mean, it just looked like they were gassed. It looked like they weren't prepared. And in the interview, uh, Willie Green was pretty candid about it. He said it, it's his fault. He didn't prepare the guys enough to come out ready to play. And, and, and Miami's a really, really nah, – he didn't say this part, but Miami's a smart team. Like, they know what they want to do. Now, they might have not had, they might have not performed in the way in previous games of it, but they know what they want to do. And you know what they – like, they, they play pretty much the same way all the time. They're going to try to stop you. They're going to try to slow you down. They're number two in defensive uh, defensive rating uh, points per game, right? It, it was It's no secret. They're going to try to shoot the ball, but it's almost like the Pell's kryptonite. We see teams that play really good defense and they can shoot the ball well from the corners. That's that's a wrap. You know, they take really good shots. They got shooters. They they went to a zone and the Pels, when they saw the zone, it's like as if they never seen it before. Never it's seen it before. Like, yeah, it's it's every game. It's, it's it's the same thing. But um, you know, I, I figured we the team would probably lose this game, but I didn't think they would come out with this kind of effort. But I kind of agree with with ross in the sense like yeah it's time for some reinforcements um i mean i'm not just blaming it on brandon but yeah it's time it's time for you know these guys are taking you as far as they probably can you know um you can't keep surviving and this is no disrespect to Najee at all you can't survive with Najee being your, you know sometimes second leading scorer every night you just can't you can't right. that's not that's i mean he's a i think he's really playing really well again i've been head of that you know that that notion but at this point like no nah, it's time for the, the superstars to come back and try to win some games right it's time for and them then, to show why they get paid the, the big money and, and not to and i'll let you go chris but i just want to echo that because we've been super complimentary at Najee, and i said that to you chaz a second ago like i'm i don't I don't want to sit here and beat up on the guys that are out there playing because I think they've given you all they can give you. Najee was the, the third, you know, second or third guy off the bench three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And now, like, the expectation, like, like, we've just pushed this, we've pushed it as far as it can go with, with role players. Like, it's time for the stars to step back up. And, you know, it's not those guys' fault. It really is not. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree, right? Um, I do think, in like, Najee's case particularly, um, Devontae Graham, guys like that. I, I think those are some of like the older guys, but Najee's giving you everything he possibly could. But the fact that he's in this position, it's like it speaks volumes to your look. You're only a deep team when your guys are healthy, when your top two guys are healthy. The minute they aren't healthy, you're no longer a deep team. Um, CJ, JV, uh, we saw CJ go down a little bit. You guys concerned about CJ? You know, his body's starting to kind of wear down a little bit. He's playing heavy minutes. He's bearing a lot of the scoring burden are y'all concerned about him maybe you might want to rest him you know in some of these games that may appear to be unwinnable um i think you know what's interesting for me like the team is kind of following the script that i thought that they would follow um without their top two guys after like the first 15 games of the year to where they would beat mediocre and bad teams. I've been saying that repeatedly. And, I mean, look, like Five said, you know, eventually, you know, you run into a part. You know, I think missing your first, you know, your best two players and another starter and her matters, like, of course. But I think it's the fact that you can tell that this current group, without Zion, without B.I., even without Herb to an extent, they don't have – they're missing creators. They're missing people that can – um 
be they can bring you instant offense. They can do more things off of the dribble. They can take some of the responsibility out of CJ, um, out of out of Jonas's hand, and it puts more, I guess, attention on the rookies that we that we're speaking about. Depending on how you you know how you look at them, none of them are creators. They're not self creators. Should they be able? Should they be doing more in some in uh, playing more to their strengths than they are right now? Probably so. But even them, even Trey, even Dyson, neither of those guys at this point in their career are creators. They're not individual creators. They play best when they are surrounded by people that can, that, you know, they're connectors. And in Trey's, in Trey's spot, he's supposed to be and is still your best shooter on your team. Slasher, shooter, got it, you know, can get his own and transition, that kind of thing. But outside of that, you're not looking at a bunch of at a high level or a high amount of individuals that can create their own Najee in some strengths is able to do it as well. But I mean, again, even that runs its course. CJ is desperately needing. Yes. He's, he's, he's needing superstars, but he's needing help from people that can create for themselves and make his life easier. And it's no different from what we've seen when Zion was gassed at one point in the year. And in some stretches uh, when Brandon was looking at before CJ arrived. Let me, let me, I'm going to pass this to Lito. Welcome to the show, brother Lito. Let me ask you something. How do you identify the depth on this team? Who are the guys that you count on game in, game out, whether, you know, when the team is healthy or not? Like, who who, who do you consider to be the, the consistent guys on this team who play their role consistently outside of the top, you know, two, of course? Top two, I just, of course. I, man, me personally, like, I feel like I never thought this was the deepest team. I never thought we had the depth that people said we did. Simply because, like, you know, <clears throat> you got to – can't make the club in the tub. Trademark that, right? So, like, you 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 got to count on certain guys to actually be there. And if the, the trend for them is not there, then the the depth you're counting on are actually players who count – who are playing pivotal minutes. And <clears throat> if that's the case, then – you know, you don't, you're not who you, who you think you are death wise. Um, I would say if I had to answer a question though, Najee would be uh, a depth guy. Um... <laughs> well, I'm subjective though, man. Like, look, bro, like, like, nah, this team got you 26 wins. <laughs> But it got see, this is true. Wins don't, is it is it enough? Is it enough to beat Miami, who is who's at full strength? No. But is it enough to keep you afloat, surprise a few teams, and beat bad and mediocre spots for the Pelicans, especially in our history and what we've seen and what you see around the league? Yeah, that's satisfying. Now, in context, no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me. No. So, so look, I I agree with that, but I was just simply referring to like. If he he asked me what exactly like what I thought the depth on the team was, so the depth on the team to me would be Lanyap, right? That's that's the guys, that's the bonus, right? Yeah. So yeah, I would say I would say Najee, I would say Jose, I would say. I mean, hey, hey, Larry, Trey, Trey and Larry are both qual- that's quality depth. La- like that, that Larry, really is, I don't, quality depth. I I don't think Trey's quality depth. I don't think I don't think that Trey is playing like quality. Though. <laughs> wow, he's still shooting for. Uh, all right. 
Man. I'm saying, I, 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 was, I was at the game tonight. I saw, I saw, I saw. <laughs> you I saw, saw you saw, I understand what you saw, but this is what I'm saying. You're talking about the difference between a healthy team, a guy playing, you know, 15 to 20 minutes a night against backups versus a guy that's out there trying to guard Jimmy Butler. Like, he wasn't guarding Jimmy Butler. It was Max, it was Max right. Struess. A, a veteran that can score, that is a good offensive player. So, it, 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 there's just a difference. Like, yeah. Wait, what did you say? Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what is? Whoa. What is he? What was he? He's a what? He's a, he's a quality offensive player. But, but see. So let me ask thing, this. Go ahead. No go different ahead. than a lot of the guys. No different than a lot of the guys we've been talking about trying to bring in to help us. No, no Ross. Now, hold. I got. I got to say this, Ross. Max Struess was came off the street somewhere. Trey Murphy is a high pedigree first round. Trey Murphy and represents I'm, the 13th it, it, pick. Exactly. I understand what you're saying. And a month ago, Trey Murphy was – where was he coming off the bench at for us? Where would you say – where was he at in our picking order? A fully healthy guy. So you would say he's our sixth best our sixth best player on the team. That's what you're no, telling me. That's, absolutely that's what I'm I would, no, absolutely I would. No, absolutely I wouldn't say that okay. at all. Okay. I, I, seventh, I say, eighth, ninth? I would put him about maybe ninth. I, oh, I would – That's Okay. Your ninth best player – is now being asked to do things that maybe like a third best player would be doing. Well, well yeah, he's going to look like shit doing that. He's not. He's not ready I, to do that. I, I don't. Well, Ross, I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I, don't, I disagree with that simply because I'm not asking for him to do anything other than what his ability coming in the league was. I'm asking you. He's not. He's not shooting enough shots. Okay. He's not shooting enough shots to make that okay. to make a, a difference. difference and not shooting enough shots. And not making the shots that you're taking. He came in the league as a good three point shooter. Not, He's shooting over I'm not 40%. worried about the misses though. But I'm not worried about the misses. My my issue not. was the def the defensive end. That's 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 where I'm at. I, like, and it's got to get better. We all like he's he's can. I think he's better than he was last year. He's still not good. But I, like, it's hard for me to sit here and say that Trey Murphy would not be quality depth on every team in the NBA. Like, I just I I don't I don't agree with that. It depends on how. I, okay. The question and we can I just asked, agree I, to disagree, but I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that's fine. Because the question I was asked, I proposed leader, and I'll pass it to you five. And, and um, was that like guys who you can count on consistently, like every night you know Jose is going to do this thing, Najee's going to do this thing. If you put Billy in the game more often than not, he's going to do this thing off the bench. Five, as I pass it to you, as you see this team will start to like kind of you know twist in the wind a bit and. It, we don't anticipate Zion or Brandon returning, you know, relatively soon because we still he's still not even doubtful on injury report. Like, who do you see stepping up on this roster? Like, aside from you know Najee, who's already given probably all that he can get. I, I think this is where, um, and I think again Willie alluded to it in the in the press conference. It's got to be him. Like, I think the coaching staff has to come out and be like we got to get games won they have to be able to you know outsmart the other team to win games can you outsmart out scheme the other coaching staff to get for your for your team that's like undermanned to get wins i think that that's has to that has to be your your next option because it can't be all out effort you know you can't out effort everybody especially the good teams and this is why i like when we play teams that are really good that are really mm -hmm. smart really um, it, it, it's not like Miami's like more talented than the Pelicans, even even down a couple guys. Like it's not like they're more more talented. I just think they know who they are and they know what they want to do. 
we at times don't know who we are and know what we want to do. When we see zone defenses, we don't know what we exactly what we want to do. Like, all right, let's play through the middle. Let's play through JV. Like, when we have a advantage down low, when, you know, JV has Jimmy Butler pinned, let's kind of give him the rock, even though he got stripped a couple one time. But, like, you know, playing through the, your advantages, we don't do it enough. And I think that's what we have to do because there's no – there's really no play on this roster that I, I feel like, again, off the bench that can like change the trajectory of, of this team. Nah, like that's not gonna work anymore. You have like you, you people know who Jose is. People know who Najee is at this, at this point. You gotta be able to win games by being just better than the other team, smarter than the other team. Can you not turn the ball over? Can you get defensive rebounds when you're supposed to? Can you, even though you know we even shot better from three than the than the Heat tonight. And it didn't feel like that. It was almost like a mirage. Like, I, I get percentages. I get shots. Take, like, that shit, like, statistics are, you can use them to kind of benefit you at anything, right? I think this team just needs to get down to, like, the essence of basketball. Getting stops, getting rebounds, not trying to play too fast, getting in a half-court set, because that's what's going to happen in the playoffs. You're not going to be able to outrun everybody. You're not. Right. You got to be able to figure it out and, like, make good decisions and shoot good shots. If these were all good shots and we missed them, fuck it. We just missed them. God dang it. I forgot. We can't curse. <laughs> uh, but that's the thing. Like, can we can we just be smarter than other team? And I, I'll be honest. I have yet to see that. Go ahead, Chris. So, I mean, let's – let's this, uh, this depth conversation. If you look at the West, the Kings, for the most part, Sabonis and Fox, they've been there, right? You're talking about fourth seed, okay? Dallas, pretty much the whole year, Luka's been there. They're two games over 500. The Warriors, they've been hurt. They've had injuries. 500 basketball team and still struggling in some strengths even when they are healthy. The Clippers, similar, similar to New Orleans, having trouble with Kawhi, Paul George, even when they're playing I watched them get get 40-piece by the Nuggets about a week ago. They're a 500 team. Timberwolves, injuries to one guy, 22 and 23. The list goes on and on throughout the Western Conference. The Pelicans somehow are 26 and 19. I, I struggle how even if you don't view that as a deep team, I struggle how a team that doesn't have some semblance of Good depth survives that. And we're talking about some teams that I just named that have had their superstars, had their star stars available, haven't done as well as the Pelicans. When the Pelicans had one of the toughest, one of the toughest strengths of schedules to start the year. I'm not saying I just put out a video yesterday about the team, what the team, what I would like them to do at some point, what what they obviously need to address since we haven't gotten a chance to see what um, we wanted to from the trio. But I struggle with, even if it's not the depth that certain people want to see in regards to maybe maybe your idea of what this player should, should, should do or should look like is different from how I view it or the next person. I don't see how we could at least say, all right, everything considered, all the games that's missed, this team should not be 26 and 19. When well, you look at the rest of the Western Conference. I, I'll say this as it pertains to that, because in context, it took Zion playing an MVP caliber basketball for the majority of that stretch to get to this record. 
So when I say depth, I'm talking about both of them guys being out. I'm saying take Zion out too. I'm talking about CJ and the crew. CJ and what you got here. CJ's mm-hmm. been CJ's been admirable. But all right, I'll say this for tonight. Like right? this is just tonight. And the thing is, like, this is not an isolated incident, right? Trey Murphy tonight, right? Uh, two for nine, one from six from the field goal for from the three point line, five points, three rebounds, three assists, minus 21. Dyson Daniels, nine points, six rebounds, three assists, four of eight, oh, from three from the three point line, made his field goal, minus 21. Uh, see a guy that we people beat up on, Devontae Graham, six points, three rebounds, three assists, two for three, two for two from behind the arc. 0 for 2 from the free throw line, minus 16. The the issue that I, I take with these guys, with you know the trades and the dice specifically, yeah, they're not supposed to be in this situation. But this counting on those two guys being uh Brandon and Zion to be healthy, that was the recipe for disaster anyway. So you knew that more often than not, look, I say before the season, it's three ways Dyson Daniels plays this season. If we either suck, we're hurt. Or he's so great that we can't keep him off the floor. I think we got the <laughs> the two of the negative ones, right? For us, us being hurt and you know, kind of playing a little bad. But again, like uh, today, someone presented an argument to me to say you shouldn't trade Jax, Devonte, Dyson, and Garrett Temple because you would give away all of this team's depth. And I'm like. disrespect this man this is his perspective right but it's these kind of conversations that are happening in the universe and it's like what are people seeing here but but chaz depth depth is depth is this is how i view like this is how i view depth cj cj mccullum a guy who is in certain in certain respects when dame lillard has either been out or available has had to help carry a franchise right He's your third best player. Mm-hmm. So you lose your first two best guys and you get a chance to throw him out there, a guy who's averaged 20 points per game for his career, mm-hmm. and put him in a familiar spot and you have an opportunity to win games or to be in games. The same with Jonas Valanciunas, a guy who can who can give you 15 and, t- and 10 if you allow him to shoot the ball more than 10 times a game. His attorney's in the building. Um like those are the kind of things that I look at when I talk about depth. It's not. It's it. It's it's beyond just disappointing guys. Deep rookies. How, yeah, how many times deep do you go? Like that. that I agree. It could, sometimes people look at depth as like, well, how many guys are you playing that are playing decent? And it's like, you know, Lita. We both said the same thing a million times. It's, and I think it's why we're both on the same page of that we would trade a lot of that depth in those picks because it, we know once you get to playoff time. We're playing six dudes, seven dudes anyway, right? Yeah. I feel like – and look, Chris, that's a valid point. Honestly, when you look at the roster, when you look at who's missing, who's missed Brandon, – Brandon, this is 26 straight, I think, tonight. Yeah. If you look at – That's wild to think about. If you, <laughs> 26 straight games? 26 straight, bro. If you, look at, if you look at who's missed time – 26 missed and a half because he was oh, out man. Oh, and, the, and the, yeah, he left at halftime, right? Like even 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 with Larry missing time, you know what I'm saying? Like even with the time that Zion has missed, I I I totally get I get what you and Ross are saying about the the 
the roster, the depth of it. Like, I get it, right? My my only rebuttal to that is Chavs is asking me about consistency off of it. So, which is why I said Najee, Larry, and Jose. And mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not knocking I'm not knocking Trey as far as like his talent, but I I can't count him as being consistent yet. I understand the piece about shooting 40%, but it's not like you're getting that every night. That's that's the only point I was trying to make. No, no, I, I understand that. I mean, even you know, even with Herb, it's one sided, right? Like you can count on you can count on Herb's Herb consistently being able to play to, like to be a really good defender, but then there's some nights where he gets in foul trouble, and some nights where it's just too much, and he's 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 upset by him having a bad shooting night. So I, I you know, I get that. I I get yeah. that. I, I, I want to say one more thing. Um man. Man, Dyson is terrified of offense, man. He is oh, terrified. Man. <laughs> man, he, he, he's he's making he's making it hard. He's making he's making my um my argument for him really tough right now. I'm trying to remember he's only 19, he's only played 30 games. It's it's rough right now. I'm not mailing no, it in. No. It's it's 30 I'm games. I'm not mailing it either. Right, right, right. But I'm but bro, you gotta look at the room. You gotta you gotta look you gotta look to be aggressive. That's the right, literally. 90% of his turnovers are just because he won't yeah. attempt the shot or he won't look at the rim yeah. for his own his own his own offense yeah. and it gets him caught in between I don't know what to do here but the rim is right there again I said this last podcast yo flirt with it wink at it ask it on a date ask it how it's doing you know what I'm saying it, it, it's there for you it's a goer I promise everybody everybody gets a turn on the rim man I uh, go ahead, Ross. <laughs> go ahead. No, I, I just <laughs> that was a, that was a, a funny dice on the hell of with, with the yeah. That was good. Um, I, I just I was sitting there. I, I pulled it up while we were talking because Chris, I thought, made a great point about when you, you've got to look at the totality of of what's been missed, right? And and on this team for this year, Brandon plays thirty two minutes a night. Zion plays thirty three minutes a night. Herb plays twenty eight minutes a night. Like. If you just just take their positions, right? One guy's shooting guard, one guy's small forward, the other power forward. Like you're talking about missing a massive block of the guys that would be playing those minutes. Like you're you're going to see the net effect of that at some point. And back to where we started this whole thing, like I think you're just seeing that. I'm not gonna like I don't want to make a mountain out of a molehill to a certain extent. Like tonight was a bad game. It was a bad performance. We like we looked bad, we coached bad, we weren't ready, all of that. And I think even with really good teams, sometimes this just happens in the middle of the year anyway. But but I, I'm I'm really really concerned that we have like that the group we have today, like we, that we've hit the wall a little bit. I think there's enough tape out there on this group now without Zion and Bi. I think these guys are sort of worn out. Um, I, I'm I'm really concerned that if we can't get Brandon back here pretty soon. I mean, I, the Zion thing is, you know, we're only halfway through what they projected for him. So like, I'm not, it's hard for me to say he should come back. Like he, he's going to miss more time. I, if we can't get Brandon and her back pretty soon, I, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about these next four or five, six games. I, th- I think you, you could start losing some of those games that everybody's been real like, Hey, we beat the teams we're supposed to beat. I think you're going to start losing some of those games. Um, I, I, yeah. I, I, I think, 
we're at a, we're at a, we're at a crossroads a little bit. See, but see, Chaz, here's the thing. I get I get your perspective because a lot of a lot of different things that have happened. You were on you were on the other side of to begin to begin the year, right? The question marks that you had about oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you didn't believe you didn't believe that that these guys would be that would be healthy. You didn't believe that we would get you know a um. A, a strong stretch of, of these guys playing together. You didn't believe yeah. in Dyson. You had questions about, about year two or Jones. So for you, it's like, all right, well, here's – I was already here, right? I already mentioned Gary Trent Jr. I already mentioned, you know, back in October, which I understand that 100%. However, I think that we got we to gotta step back and not, and not just look – look at this team for how we view them every single night i can guarantee you i can promise you the rest of this league looks at this team and some of these players that we're talking about that maybe are struggling right now that we're disappointed with or that we're you know up in arms about or we don't believe in going forward and it's a lot of teams around the league that look at them completely different you know what i'm saying like it's a lot of teams around the league that aren't going to look at Dyson Daniels the same way 30 games into his career because they're looking three years down the line. The same the same with Trey. Even if Trey's going through a stress, they're saying, okay, I, I see something beyond that. Herb Jones, to an extent, I think the list goes on and on, and that goes into what we're going to be talking about if a trade is made because you'll learn, I think, a lot more about some of these players that maybe we're frustrated, frustrated with in the moment by the trade package that's sent out to possibly get some of the some of the individuals that we've been pondering about over the past few months. Um, let me ask you guys this, and this—I guess this would be the closing. Um, what are, what's your anticipation over this uh, next stretch of games? Very tough schedule coming up. If I had to be honest, the only winnable game really looked like um, that Washington game, man, and that's not even a given. Um, could the rails potentially fall off this thing? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, could, could, uh, could yeah, could, but nah, but could, uh, but nah, in all seriousness, if if this team would have gone like a losing stretch, um, I think what we two we got two back to back losses, let's say this is stretched out to maybe four, five, six losses back to back. Um, do you think a I don't know if it would be a panic move, but do you think a move would be in order then, or do you still wait and hold out to see if these guys get healthy? Anybody? I, wanna go? I, I can I can go first. I because my opinion after tonight has has changed on what I think the move has to be. I, I think you you now have to start looking um, more at 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 how can you patch this together. You like you know Zion's gonna be out another you know, two, month. three, four weeks, right? Let's call it a month. Yeah. I mean, it just is what it is. Um, I, I like I don't know what to do with Brandon. Like I I don't know. Um, I think you almost have to plan for him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's missed a lot of games over the last few years. He's missed a lot this year. Uh, I think you have to find a way to like patch this thing together so that you don't lose seven, eight, nine in a row. I, I really do. I think we've got to start looking at like fringe guys that traditionally I, I don't want like we need another person that can help initiate offense we like I think they're you know I wanted to go I wanted to go big game hunting 
Yeah, I think at the at the break, I, I did. I, I didn't. I did. I just didn't see. You know, we talked a lot about Bogdanovich and these other guys. Like, I, for me personally, I didn't see these like fringe moves as like that big a deal. Yeah, if we made one, cool. If not, you know, I'm not really trying to give up a whole lot. I'm not trying to like do anything other than go big game hunting either now or at the end of the year. And I'm I'm sort of changing that approach that I I think we've got to find a player or two that can like give us a, a boost um, to keep this thing afloat until we get healthy because I'm, I'm with you, Chaz. I'm really, I'm, I'm very nervous about the next week or two. I really am. Lito. Who's a, who's a player you had in mind, no Ross? Like when you say that. Um, well, I mean, I, I just mentioned the, you know, Bogdanovich because I, I, I guess we're a non-role player, but a non-star I'm, I'm, and I don't, I guess I don't have like a, a person necessarily in mind. I got you. Um, yeah. But a guy like a good example would be like Fred Van Vliet. I, he's not a guy I want um, with the, with our core moving forward. I, like I think for a lot of reasons he doesn't really fit. Um, not locked up real long term, if I'm not mistaken. Got a year or two left, or what? Or I don't know if he's done after this year. I would now be interested in guys like that, like sh- a short term fix or a short term plug of like, hey, this guy can give us energy can help us get baskets for the next, you know, through the end of the year, maybe when we're healthy, he comes off the bench, something like that. Those type of players that I'm now willing to look at a guy that I don't think is a long-term fit, but can definitely help us through the end of the year. Cause I just, I, I don't think you can let the, you can't let the wheels start to come off. Chris. I mean, I'm really not swayed by by what happens game to game, man. I mean, I I I kind of, you know, I'm more of a 10, 20 game. Like if they come out and they win, they beat the hell out of Orlando, you know, on Friday or what I mean, I'm not gonna look at it any any differently, right? Right. My my whole thought was um in the beginning, the only the only reason I even I disagree with people that thought that they should be more aggressive is because I wanted to at least give it an effort to see exactly what would fit to what would fit around your trio. I, I didn't think, you know, we haven't gotten a chance to see that yet. Even we might add add players without being able to know what that looks like. But, you know, now you're you're entering. I didn't know the Western Conference would look like this either. I didn't know that 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 you would have you would be in a third seed at this point. Or, you know, if the Kings win today, the fourth seed, I wouldn't. have. So now I think things have changed. But at the end of the day, you have the assets to go and make a move. OG Ananobi is my favorite, but Gary Trent Jr. is fine. You know, um, you know, Malik Beasley is fine in the strength. Nas Reed is fine. Uh Bogdan, like you with this, it's hard to really mess this one up. I mean, to be honest, because anything right now is enough to get you around because the BI and, and Zion aren't healthy, it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. It doesn't matter long term anyway. So I mean, brother Lito, you, you good? I'm good, man. Uh, I feel like <laughs> one thing, man, health is well. Pelicans need to call Dr. Sebi, and we need to figure out. We need we need to get some some something to treat our ailments, and we need it some ASAP. Some alkaline. We need some. Get we out. need to start drinking <laughs> alkaline water. Like we don't need no. Yeah. Throw the Gatorade out. Throw the throw the Gatorade out with the bath water, right? All right. Listen, Jax, Temp, DG, and Okara are players on the roster that I don't either either Willie doesn't trust or doesn't think 
in my opinion, he doesn't think they are. Well, besides DG, because he loves DG. But are players that I think – I don't think you need to make a big splash. I think you just need to fill seminal holes, upgrade those spots. That will keep you afloat while Brandon and Zion or or – rehabbing so to speak because at some point also you're gonna have to give Jonas and CJ some rest you're gonna have yeah. to because you're running them into the ground so that's yeah. you 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 fill you fill these spots with players who can come in get a bucket play defense like yeah. I believe we should and I've, I mean I feel like I've said this from the beginning I think we should make a move like you have F those picks. That is this. That's my war cry. It's a song I sing. I go to bed at night. I wake up in the mirror and I say F those picks. It's the first thing I say in the morning, right? Like I, I, I just believe like you have them. You have them, bro. And 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 you don't have you have them for a reason. And eventually they spoil the 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 roster spot spoil like the 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 weight of it spoils, right? Like at some point it's just gonna become a pipe dream. So. Yeah. Get get off it while you know you while it's hot, right? So yeah, man. I think I think wow, that's that's crazy. I think mm. that you could. Uh, <laughs> I think I do think there needs to be. There's obvious holes in the roster, in my opinion, and those spots should be upgraded. Right, uh, yo. Hey, you know, eventually picks become players, and those players sometimes become Dyson Daniels. This podcast is sponsored by the Burris Law Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media, located at 918 Porter Street by the Superdome. Give them a call at 504-523-5413. If you or someone you know has been involved in an accident, be sure to mention we sent you. Burris Law Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media. I hope Brandon and Zion call them. That's been today's show, guys. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Hit the bell notification if you haven't already. Pelicans lost again. I'm Cheddar Chaz. That's Chris. That's Rob Aguido. We out. Chris took away. Yes, but that's catch your money. Way. It was a finger roll of anything. <laughs> that, that, that's a dunk.